Hello beautiful humans, this is Alicia from Ethical Wellness Programs and you are listening to the Heal in Motherhood podcast, the show that combines the science of the mind-body connection and trauma research along with spiritual teachings and practical tools to help women heal their lives from the inside out and reclaim their inner goddess while showing up as the person, parent and partner they came here to be. If you like what you hear on today's show, please don't forget to leave us a review on the iTunes podcast app so that we can grow our community and impact as many women's lives as possible. Hello and welcome beautiful humans. I am going to be sharing my journey with matrescence with you today and yeah I'm really excited to share my personal story of matrescence and I really hope that it gives you an opportunity to sort of understand a little bit more what matrescence is because it can feel like a bit of a nuanced kind of subject and I know when I first heard about about it I was like I'm not really sure what it is or how it applies to me and my life. So I'm going to go through the seven shifts of motherhood and give you some insights some tips on how this might be showing up in your life as well. And I've found this quite powerful to actually recognize these shifts. And it's really helped me surrender to what is and live more present and in the moment and have more compassion for myself and the journey of motherhood. And so I feel like this is really important topic because, you know, we think before we become mothers, or even once we are a mum, that motherhood isn't going to change us. And, you know, we think that we'll have our children and they'll just fit into our lives and our lives will stay the same. Our relationships will stay the same. You know, our jobs, our routines, our bodies will bounce back. And we have this culture where we really push to go back to before we had a child, like who we were before. And that is just not the reality. And it really creates this struggle. And I see it in my clients all the time because they're really trying to make their baby or their child fit into their life. And that's not embracing the shifts of motherhood. And yes, it's okay to want to have elements of your old life still present in your life. But A lot of us end up feeling lost in motherhood and like we've lost ourselves. And we see this as a bad thing. And I'd really like to reframe that and allow us to see this as part of the journey. It's part of the matrescence journey. It's part of the becoming a mother because really to find ourselves first, we need to lose ourselves. We're not meant to be the person that we was before we had a child. We're meant to feel different. We're meant to think different. We're meant to act different. We're meant to change our values. We're meant to want different things in life now because the lens in which we see the world has totally changed. 
we're not seeing it through the same glasses. Imagine you've got some glasses on, you know, you're not seeing it through the same glasses as you did before because your whole life has changed and we really minimize this transition and this transformation. And then so many mothers feel lost, alone, stuck, anxious, depressed, whatever it is, however that manifests for you. And really what I want to highlight is this journey of matrescence and how knowing this can really help you feel less lost and alone and stuck. And it's not going to stop you from having those feelings completely because that's not what we're trying to achieve here, right? But it does create some of that understanding and that compassion and that space. And I think matrescence really encapsulates that transition phase of motherhood. And I've heard people explain it in a way that really resonates with me. And I'm just going to read out how some people have explained it. And they're saying that matrescence explains the phenomenon of the process of becoming a mother. So matrescence is like the developmental phase of new motherhood. It's like adolescence, a transition when hormones surge, your bodies change and your identity and your relationships shift. And I think that's a really beautiful way to kind of sum up what matrescence is about and knowing that all of these things that we're going through as mothers, the physical changes, the hormone changes, the mental changes, the emotional changes, we change socially, culturally, economically and spiritually as well. So they are the seven shifts of motherhood and I'm going to speak to each one and speak a little bit about my journey with matrescence. So first we're going to touch on the first shift and I think we all really resonate with this and we notice this probably the most out of all the shifts of motherhood and these are the physical changes. You know, we all see our bodies growing and changing and for me my physical journey of matrescence and transitioning into motherhood was quite a difficult journey. I, if you don't already know my story, then I had a lot of chronic pain. I had gestational diabetes. My shin bones came out of my ankle bones. I couldn't walk properly and I was in pain a lot. So I really felt like my body had let me down during motherhood. I was sick with both my pregnancies and I really felt like my body had let me down um, during pregnancy. And I carried that with me for a long time after pregnancy until I started to heal um, my body. And I will say everybody's journey is different. And for some people, they can really see the magic in the physical shifts, right? And the labor that we go through. I remember during both of my births, I felt very, when it came to pushing my children out, (laughs) um, I felt really empowered. I felt 
like I'd really gone back to those instincts and those natural, those natural instincts and that primal state, you know, and that was really, really empowering for me. And I, I've spoken to other people about their birth experiences and know that, you know, other people have felt that same experience. But on the other side of the coin, some people have felt a lot of disempowerment through their births and have experienced trauma. So although I didn't experience birth trauma, definitely have experienced pregnancy trauma and it's taken me a long time to really heal that trauma and has been a catalyst for my transformation and my healing and my growth and has led me on the path that I'm on now if it wasn't for those physical changes and that physical trauma on that pregnancy journey I I don't think I would be where I am now so yes bodies change physically our brain physically changes and it starts to create new neural pathways and this is why a lot of us experience that mum anxiety when we first have our children it's very natural and normal And a lot of us get afraid and, you know, we end up going to the doctors and we get prescribed medication when we don't need it Um, because it's very natural to experience these heightened states when we've had a child because it's our survival mechanism kicking in because we're now responsible for a child. So our brain physically changes, biochemically changes. So we do actually physically change on a physical level. And then number two is on the mental level, you know, the way we think about life changes. It definitely goes from just thinking about me to, you know, we, and we start to think about things, I feel on a very much more expansive level, you know, we start to think about things on a more cultural level. So, you know, about what schools they're going to go to and sustainability. I know that was a big thing for me and low-tox living and those things were were kind of like big things for me on my journey because, you know, our values change. And I know for me, there's definitely been a lot of shifts in what I value now, you know, and our values change. And then the third shift is emotionally, you know, I know for me, I'm a lot more in touch with my emotions and a lot of clients that I speak to, you know, one of them said, I didn't realize how much anger I had inside of me until I had children and not necessarily being angry at the children, although that seems to be a thing that children trigger with it in us is that really primal rage and that anger and that frustration, but also being angry at things that are happening in the world and on the TV and seeing things maybe if you watch the news. I mean, I don't watch the news, but having these more heightened, deeper feeling and just feeling things on a more deeper level, you know, I'll watch now if I see one of those adverts or something with the children where they're they're starving it hurts my heart and I've found a lot of things hurt my heart a lot more now you know the the unfairness in the world so 
you know, we do change on emotional level and you've also got the physical part of that, which is the biochemical stuff. And also, you know, all those hormone changes and all of that, it's very real. And we wonder why we end up, I never considered myself an anxious person before I had children, but I remember the first five, six months with my daughter B, maybe even beyond that, actually, feeling very anxious about life in general and feeling a lot of fear came up for me, being worried when Stephen was out of the house that someone was going to break into the house and also being fearful that he was going to hurt himself at work and die and if he didn't get home on time you know within a time range I would start to go into panic mode and think all these crazy thoughts of you know he's had an accident because he works on his own he's had an accident and he's died and you know I had all of these what I would call crazy faults but they're very natural and they're very normal and this is what happens because our brain is changing and we're becoming more fearful and super heightened and super conscious. And because we're now we're coming hyper vigilant and our nervous system is switched on and we're living in that state of survival a lot of the time as mothers. And this is why we experience our burnout and our exhaustion is because we're in that constant state of hyper vigilance. And when it is time to relax and have our own time, a lot of the time we're listening out for baby's cries or we can't get to sleep at night because we're thinking, oh, we're going to be up again in, you know, an hour's time or whatever. These are all really natural and normal processes of motherhood and matrescence. And had I have known that, I would have been able to definitely be more kinder to myself and to not be thinking, oh, my God, there's something wrong with me. Because there isn't anything wrong with you and these shifts are very real and you're going to lose your mind. You're going to lose your mind for a bit when you become a mum. <laughs> and so the fourth one is socially, you know, how do we change socially? And I think for me it was a lot of my friends, well, a few of my friends, should I say, had children at the same time as me and I thought that you know it would be going out on lunch dates together and um doing those kinds of things but the reality was very different and as you have children and the more children you have the less time you have for these social connections and the less time you have for people that don't align with your values and what I noticed is that friendships started to shift and change and people that I had been really close with you know they were maybe parenting very differently to how I was parenting and then that became a very hard or difficult relationship to be in because there was always this constant push and pull between how I felt when I was with another person. So I did notice that, you know, I was able to let go of people, not without grief and not without pain. It definitely wasn't easy decisions to make. But for 
the sanity of myself and for how I wanted to show up as a parent and who I wanted to um, my kids to what I wanted them to be exposed to and be around definitely helped me let go of people that maybe I didn't align with anymore. And, you know, you think that you're only maybe going to be friends with people who have got kids or don't have kids or whatever it is, your friendship groups really shift and change. And some friends aren't very accepting of your children and they don't understand when you can't always make time for them or when you're late to things because Baba done a wee all over the mat just before you was about to leave the house you know there's not as much leeway I guess when people don't have their own children um because there's not that understanding but it can be when people do have their children and own children as well you know it's people's own values so that definitely changed for me and then we have number five which is culturally So how does society see mothers and do you feel more valued or do you feel less valued as a mother and how does that show up for you as in more of a cultural sense? And I feel things have definitely shifted in me in different ways at first I feel like I wasn't feeling very valued. But what I did notice is that a lot of that was within me. And once I was able to move past those wounds within myself, I'm much more about celebrating the mother and seeing her value. As I've gone on this journey, I feel like I have been able to really, really see the value of motherhood and why mums are so important and I have never you know love and respected my mother more since going on the motherhood journey I never really understood the depths of her love and support for me so yes number six is we change economically as well so that's more kind of like our jobs and our financial situation, you know, we might become more dependent on our partner, or we might feel like we're not worthy of the promotion at work. And how has that affected you on that level? So for me, it has made a massive shift because I realized I didn't want to show up in jobs just for the sake of having money. So I've really started to, and this is why I'm here now, right, is because I've started to create with more intention, from more intention, instead of just being grateful for whatever I'm given, I'm now like, if I'm not enjoying something, I'm not going to trade my time for money when I could be spending that time with my kids. And look, I've got the luxury of a supportive husband who is able to support us financially so that I can do that. And not everyone has that support. You know, everyone's situation is different, but it does make an impact. And that alone can be a massive strain 
on our relationships. And I forgot to mention in socially relationships um, is the relationship with our partner as well, you know, not just with our friendship groups, but the relationship with our partner really changes as well. Because especially what I've found with men and women is a lot of the time, especially if we are like myself, I, you know, I grew up as a young carer, I saw my value in people pleasing and making others feel happy and content. That role has changed, you know, my, all my love and care and mothering is going towards the children and not to my partner as much anymore. I'm not as bothered about creating the perfect dinner for him in the evening, you know, I'm like, well, this is what we're having for dinner. And if you don't like it, then that's your problem, not mine. So that relationship dynamic has changed a lot because I've gone from being, I guess, mothering him to now we're a team, we're a partnership and you're responsible for as much as I'm responsible for. And we need to do this together. We're not me mothering you and making sure you're happy anymore. Although, you know, I still like to do things to make him happy, but that relationship dynamic has changed massively. And that is something that we've continued to work on. And if you don't continue to work on is going to fall apart. So yeah, forgot to touch on that. And spiritually, so number seven, the seventh shift is we change spiritually. And that's not in a religious sense. It can be on ever, any kind of level, whatever that means for you. But it's more just um, thinking on that deeper level and asking those questions, you know, who am I? What do I want from life? Is this what life has got to offer? There must be more than this to life, you know. And for me, this has been another massive shift and has really been the catalyst for doing my business really is doing something that aligns with me and also creates the path for my children to show that they don't have to create the mainstream um, life that we're told that we have to go to school and get A-levels and go to uni um, to be worth anything. And I'm I'm proving that wrong. And yeah, I feel like that has been part of my spiritual awakening and my spiritual journey. So they're the seven shifts. I'd love to know which ones resonate with you the most. And if you're going through these shifts, just know that all of these things are normal, they are natural, and they are part of the motherhood journey. And if you feel you do feel alone and you're in that messy middle and you need some support, please reach out. This is how I support people and women because it doesn't have to feel so lonely. And yeah, if you're struggling, then get support and reach out. So I do have a nine week program. It's called the Emotional Freedom Reset Program. And it really teaches you all about nervous system health and emotional wellness and relationship skills. And you can use this with your children and it can also be with your partner as well. So I've created a whole framework around healing your triggers. So healing your trauma and 
yeah, if you're feeling really triggered by your children or really triggered by your partner and you're finding it hard to have those difficult conversations maybe with your partner or set boundaries or you're feeling really exhausted or angry or trapped by your life and the situation, then I am here to help. And yeah, reach out in my DMs. Namaste. And we will chat soon. 